Hi, I'm Amanda Anasimova, U.S. Open Junior Champion, and you're listening to the PTM Podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode 18 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports U. I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTMer known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Well, we all would like to make more money, and trust me, if you can apply some of the key concepts like in episodes 16 and 17, it will be a lot easier for you to be able to do so. But if money is your first priority, it'll prevent you from growing as a tennis professional. But if you can invest your time wisely, the money will be sure to follow. Well, Hori Capistani, USPTA PTR Master Professional and a great friend of mine, is going to show us his scale of worth, which rewards you for your ability to produce at the club. But as always... Let's start off with a quick story. It's story time with Coach Mick. Well, when I first started teaching, I was ahead of every class and the stringer. I did everything, and stringing was a good way for me to make extra money. And at the time, I was getting paid $6 a racket. Now, we had a lot of rental rackets at the club that always had to be strung. And being that I made a salary, my boss asked me one day why she should pay me to string the club's rackets. Now, I had to think quick, knowing that I was the only stringer, and I did have worth, but I had to show her the worth of me stringing them. Now, I looked up the cost of Leona 66, the string we used at the time, the string rackets, and the cost was $1.78 a set. I then called the USRSA and asked them what the average lifespan was of 16-gauge Leona 66 in a racket, and they told me 40 hours. Now, I knew we charged $10 an hour for a racket, so multiply that by 40, and we'd make $400 a racket. So $1.78 plus $6 is $7.78. If you subtract that from 400, you get $392.22 profit for the club, almost a 5,000% markup. So guess what her answer was? Okay, I'll pay you the $6. So this was one way I proved it was worth me stringing and it was a win-win for all, but how much are you worth? Well, today's special guest, Hori Capistani, will tell you how he decides this for his staff and he calls it the scale of worth. Let's listen in. And now today's special guest on the PTM podcast. Well, I'm very fortunate to have with me today Jorge Capistani. He is the PTM director at Hope College. He's also the manager at the DeWitt Tennis Center in 2015. He was the uh, USPTA Pro of the Year for the whole country, the whole United States of America. And he's also the founder of Capistani Tennis and TennisDrills.tv. Correct me if I'm wrong. Thanks for coming, Jorge. Hey, thank you for having me, Coach Mick. I'm excited to be here. We've done a lot of work together. It's always fun to have you around, and so I want to take advantage of your free weekend here at the campus. So uh, we're sitting here podcasting up in a meeting room. But today we're going to talk about ways to make more money. As a teaching pro and even as an entry-level pro, you're going to want to make sure you leverage yourself the best that you can. And I believe you have 10 steps for us. Yeah, so I'm going to share with the listeners today is what a thing I call the scale of worth. So it's actually something that I go over with all our pros, whether they're new or experienced. I'm going to show them and tell them so they know up front how they can get paid more at my club. Because when you start teaching, you know, I've been doing this for quite some time. It's not uncommon. So within a year, people are like, I wish I could get paid more. I want to get paid more per hour. How can I do that? Well, the way I like to explain it is actually give a scale of one through 10. And I'm just going to list these. And this should be pretty obvious, but think of these competencies. So where do you fit in this scale? So the first level is that these people, these coaches can really only assist in a class. That's all they're capable of. That to me is typically a high school helper, maybe a college kid that I hire for the summer, but they're definitely 
not even maybe doing this as a career, but they're they're helping me. They're ball bumpers and they're assistants. Okay? Right. So that's and the what do you pay them per hour? What would you pay that person? Well, just pick me, a number. Yeah, between ten and twelve, to be honest. Now, when I share these numbers, I'm going to share what I would pay. But you have to keep in mind when it comes to these numbers, it's very very geographic. So that first level is all they can do is assist, and I pay roughly twelve bucks an hour. But then if they uh, go to level two, that's when they could start leading some of the classes. If they can do that, if I look at them that way then they're probably gonna be making closer to $15 an hour. And now, if they can lead all of the classes, now I view this this pro as someone that, they can lead a little kid's class, they can lead a, an adult class, they can lead a cardio class. If they can lead all instead of some, now they go up again. Now that person is at level three, and I'm gonna probably pay them $18 an hour. Then level four above that is that they can maintain a private lesson clientele. The key word there is maintain, which means if you're a new pro at my club and I give you a private lesson or someone walks in and takes a private lesson with you, I expect you to be able to make them happy and keep them coming back for more. Right, right. And if you can do that, probably you're now making around $22 an hour. So I just want you to think of the scale because, you know, I'm a club manager as well. So I want to be fair and I want to show people exactly the skills I want them to have to in order to earn more. Now, the next level I call that five is where you can not only maintain your private lessons, but you can recruit private lessons. You're good at asking people and recruiting them and building your clientele. If you can do that, if you work for me, you're probably going to be making around $27 an hour. The next level in my scale here, six, is you can run a USTA adult team practice. If you can do that, I'll probably give you $30 an hour. That's You're more valuable to me now. And the next level is similar. I use the team analogy again. If you can not only run the team practices, but now you can run an entire team. That means that you're So what's able the to, difference between running a practice and the entire team? A team's a team, right? Yeah, but the entire team means you're recruiting the players, you're making the lineups, you're taking the heat for the oh, lineups. Yeah. If people aren't playing, you're the... You know, if you have those kinds of skills uh, and you're doing the paperwork and giving the, you know, all the paperwork that's required to get a team registered properly, now that's a pretty important pro to me. They're probably paying them $33 an hour. That's a big bump too, because big it's, bump. and that's worth it too, because there's a lot of headaches that go with running a team for sure. Yeah, and now level eight is, I call this, these are pros that are actually able to start new programs. So they're, they can come to me and say, hey coach Jorge, I have an idea for a series of mixers or a series of orange ball tournaments or something new. And when it comes to that, I'm gonna actually pay them a percentage because I want them to kind of be a little bit of an owner of a piece of our program. So if you came to me and you worked for me and say, hey, I want to run a series of six orange ball tournaments and I'm going to do it on Fridays, I'm going to promote it, I'm going to run them, I'll gladly pay you 40% of what we profit because that's all totally new revenue for and me. And that's profit, that's after your expenses. So if you're going to go get some pizzas and you're going to make a lot more than if you went out and got uh, New York strips for everybody. Exactly. Okay. And I want them to be conscious of the budget too as part of their learning process. If they run an event that brings in a thousand and they cost them a thousand to run it, then there's no profit. I don't want, that's not a big win for me and it's not, I'm not going to pay you for that. All right, so 40% of the net. And then the next number nine is where you can grow an existing program. So I give you, Coach Mick, a class. I, you take over the the Tuesday night cardio, and you take it over to six people. And by the time you're done a few months later, now you got 12 people coming to it. Well, you just grew an existing program. That's going to be, maybe I'll start even considering giving you a percentage of, of uh, and maybe start with a salary right, because you're cool. showing me you can grow stuff. And then the last one, this is just kind of my own personal one, number 10, is you can do all these things above, plus you are always available to me. When I need something covered, you're the pro that says, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I do it. If you hit all those check marks, you're going to be making 35 or more an hour in my book. So that is just a little scale. I think it's super important to have this. And I think a lot of pros that are working 
are kind of frustrated because they don't know. Maybe they're making 25 bucks an hour. They want to get higher. They don't even know what it takes. So this is the whole point. I call this whole scale the scale of worth, and it's really important. So you can kind of assess where you are on this scale. Um, and more importantly, if you're listening, if you're a PTM student or anybody else, it's not so much where you think you are, it's where your boss thinks you are. Well, that's great, Jorge. Thanks so much for being here. And I think for you guys that are going out there, that's some great ways to approach your boss and say, I got some new stuff going on. Is there a, a different way I can get paid? You know, just a way to increase your worth. And don't be afraid to talk to your supervisor about that and say, hey, what if I do this? What if I do this? Am I worth more or not? And you'll find out. Or even in the interview, that's a good time to ask it. Well, Jorge, thanks so much for being here. Now, if people want to find out more about you or Hope's PTM program, where can they go? Sure. So if you want to find either of my websites, just simply go to capistanitennis.com. That's C-A-P-E-S-T-A-N-Y, tennis.com. And for Hope College, you can search the Hope College Professional Tennis Management Program, and it'll come up. It's a great website. You can learn more about it there. Well, thanks, Ori, for being with us today. Uh, some great tips on making more money. We hope to get you here another time on the PTM Podcast. Thanks for having me. Now, you may or may not have that kind of system at your club. And if you're interviewing for a job, one thing you may want to do is ask in the interview if they have an incentive for being paid or how they pay and ask them if they have a difference between assisting, leading, creating your own classes, some of the things that Jorge talked about. But bottom line is your worth, according to Jorge, is a direct reflection on what you can deliver for the club or facility. So gain whatever experience necessary to be able to lead and be available. Well, that wraps it up for episode 18 of the PTM podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Jorge Capistani. And remember, keep striving to better yourself and it will only increase your worth. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area. Either way, go to ptmprograms.com and RSU will get you started. And don't forget, there's a huge need for quality coaches and RSU wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry. And as always, if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast, please share with them and thank you in advance for your support. Well, I'm Coach Mick and I want to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the PTM Podcast.